traveling it helps first of all make your brains tuned and the second it can diverse your boundaries it can help you to understand the whole universe is different This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 215 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Martin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom. France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Yulia Melnik. Yulia was born in Kiev. She's an e-commerce manager. She worked in this sphere almost 10 years. She has experience working for companies such as Citroën, Adidas Group, MD Fashion, Sova Jewelry House, Studio Moderna, and now LCC Waikiki. Yulia loves things that are dynamic, fascinating, and futuristic. Her other main interest is traveling. She has visited more than 30 countries and is not going to stop. Yulia, how are you today? Hi, I am fine, thank you. I want to begin in a more emotional way. So when you really want to feel alive, to forget all troubles and feel the emotions that you want and need, 
What is an activity that you like to do to feel just like that? Actually, I really like to start my day in the morning uh, when sun just rises. I like to running a lot, and I mean it. It fills my day very energetic, and I like to start running up to ten kilometers. And after that, I really appreciate to have my cup of coffee. And I have a special things which I bought in Venice. It's like manual coffee maker. And then when I back home, I try to make very special cup of coffee for me. It, for me, it's like a small tradition. And it's important for me and... Uh, I prefer to start my day like this. I love what you're saying. I have so many questions. And first, what makes that tradition of the cup of coffee a special cup of coffee? Is it the meaning? Is it the memories from Venice? Is it like the ritual and that you do it every day? Or what about that makes it a special tradition? Mm, uh, this is a special tradition for me because my mom is a huge fan of coffee and when I was in the Venice actually I was there in my business trip and still I have some time to explore the city and I love that city a lot and uh, I bought I bought this special it's called I think Italians called it like mocha and I've bought it and bring it and uh, for me actually every day especially working days in my life I start from cup of coffee for me it's like uh, a special tradition because it helps me to I don't know to make me tune to make me feel the new day is coming I like to check my window to see the sunrise and drink this special cup of coffee because I mean I do it I do not buy it uh, I do not buy coffee from somewhere I prefer to buy it from grounds to make it by myself and add uh, sometimes tip of cardamom and then start my day for me it's important i mean it makes me feel like new day is coming and you should do so many things in this day and if i do not have a chance to have this special cup of coffee it won't be like a special day i don't know i like that that was so poetic and now <laughs> i have so many questions okay what is the most interesting or emotional part about that tradition? Is it the memory with your mother? Is it the fact that mocha is rare and special? Is it that you create the coffee from the yourself, from the beans? Or is it that you do something that is always telling you, okay, this day is going to be great, like a thing that calms you and gives you confidence? Or is it the memory with your mother. You know, there are so many things that could be mixed into this tradition to make it powerful. But is there one that is like the main thing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I bought this mocha in Venice because I have an idea. I wanted to buy my own apartment for some quite of years. And... Uh, when I bought this mocha, it, it is small, it is a red one. <laughs> it is maybe looks not very fashionable and a little bit stupid, but I like it. And I bought it and I decided that uh, I will use this mocha in my own apartment. And actually I achieved all this project that I've created. And I like to start my morning from jogging because it gives me energy it gives me it gives me power and after that i like to use this mocha and i like to use this self-made coffee from beans because 
for me it's like i don't know it's it, these things have a story and for me it's important and it makes my day after that despite all the things all traffic jeans all the i don't know different problems conflicts probably you faced every day at work at life doesn't matter but <laughs> this i don't know 10-20 minutes in the morning dedicated to this ritual they're perfect they make me tuned i love your answer and it reminds me that they did studies about british people especially before in the victorian area era and even now that when they have tea at the same exact moment that ritual keeps them grounded and balanced in the day no matter what happens and whether they are in india or in africa or any place that was part of the british empire knowing that the afternoon tea at a specific time kept them sane and mentally healthy so maybe your coffee is the british yeah. equivalent of that tea maybe sometimes i like to bring um, special coffee beans from different countries i visited and just in order to taste it to see how they will taste in my small special mocha i want to know a bit more you said that was very important a dream for you maybe to have your own apartment and you realize that and you have your own uh, mocha and you bring beans from different countries why was having your apartment so important for you and is it about control is it about having a sense that you have power in life or is it just creating your own space that protects you from the noise and the traffic jams and the troubles of the day or what is special about your own apartment your own ritual your own thing watching the sunrise etc in your own house or apartment for me it was about uh, freedom it was about independence I just wanted so much my perfect space and I expect that in this special space everything will be like I want to be and uh, when I was a child I mean we do not have a lot of money like a family so everything I started I need to work a lot and i need to do it by myself and for me my special place it i think it was my goal from the childhood and when i've achieved it <laughs> i like it so much and actually <laughs> i do not stop at this level i want now more but of course for me it was all the time about my feelings and about freedom i mean i wanted to have my special place where i can do whatever i want where this place will be like i want like special i like that <laughs> yes so if i understood you correctly because your family didn't have much money when you were a little girl everything in life you gained you had to work hard for it and in a way the ability to have your own special place that gives you the feeling of freedom and independence correct yes you are right thank you what is the meaning for you in the dictionary of uh, julie or julia of freedom and of independence and what is the difference <laughs> <laughs> very tough questions but for me independence and freedom it's about when you can do what you want and you have enough resources for this you can set any goals you wish and you can achieve these goals and uh, you know you are not i don't know focusing struggling on things how to survive you can do more you can think more globally and 
achieve these goals, targets, and you feel kind of lack of balance and kind of lack of happy. I don't know. If I'm now talking very clearly, because, I mean, I think it's very... Such equations is just like very personal one. You're talking perfectly. So it's not, it's for you not struggling to survive. It is having enough resources and it is setting goals and achieving them. Correct? Yes. Thank you. So is your special place, meaning a place where you have all the resources you want or what makes it a special place? Is it both that it is a goal you achieved and enough resources that you're not surviving? Or what about it is the thing that makes you call it a special place? Mm. Currently, I call my apartment a special place because I did here everything I wanted. I mean... All the colors, all the furniture, everything. It's make made tuned. It makes like I want it. And also I feel myself in this place very comfortable. I know it doesn't matter in what situation I'm dealing in my ordinary life. It doesn't matter how I'm struggling, whatever. I can come in this place and I will be relaxed. Thank you. So can I call it a sanctuary, which is just a place you created in your own self that protects you from the outside world so that no matter what happens outside, when you enter that, it's like a shell or the mother's stomach for a baby or whatever. (laughs) And that is your house? Did I understand correctly? Actually, it's like my private sanctuary, yes, for sure. And I wanted to have such one because when you're dealing in modern world, everything can happen and you need to be ready for any changes that are coming. And you for sure need the place when you can refresh yourself, when you can, I don't know, recharge yourself. And for me, I'm glad to say, <laughs> this my small place that I've created, it's okay. I don't know what will be in several, maybe five, ten years, I don't know. Maybe I will change something. Uh, not like this, I will change something for sure. But this place, it will be for me all the time a special. Because... I wanted this place to create so much. It takes me so many time and efforts. And when I finally achieve it, I really enjoy it. Yes. So in general, are you someone like that, that you constantly have goals and then when you achieve them, you feel so good? And do you also enjoy the process before you achieve it? Or do you find that you have a lot of stress and you forget to enjoy the days before you get to your goals that you only enjoy it when it's completed. Actually, I yes, I am a person who like to achieve the goals, who like to set them and work to make them happen. And yes, when I achieve them, I am happy. But you know, after I achieve some goal, I don't know why, but re- like soon the new one appear and I start all the process again. And yes, I like the process of achieving the goal because, I mean, when you see some indicators where you want to come and if you feel that it is right with your uh, world world expectations when it is correct with your world feeling when it sounds to you you see this 
star goal I don't know you just enjoy I mean it doesn't matter how the way can be difficult if you see the right goal you just simply go and do it sometimes you during the way you can think maybe you are wrong maybe you should change something maybe you can be even doubting yourselves but finally after all if you choose your goals according to your own expectations according to your own values <laughs> results are magic tell me about that because that was my question that many times in life it doesn't go to expectation and things are out of control but you said it goes like magic did you have experiences with that you can share do you believe in manifestation or put in a vision board or something to help you get that magic and how do you feel inside that magic of getting to the goal that matches the expectation happening because many people think oh i work hard for my goals but i don't get them so how to add that spice and special ingredient of magic <laughs> i don't know i mean first of all i think you should believe in your goals and you should uh, share i mean you should feel that your goals are right for yourself that you are going to do something special that you are i mean i'm trying to say that if your goal is just to earn money it will not gonna work you all the time need to have something bigger something that is much more important especially for you i think that everybody every person has their own feeling of triggers that is special for them and if you can set your goals according to that special triggers you can go to those goals it doesn't matter how it will be difficult i mean in my life sometimes i have situations when i think that maybe i shouldn't do anything at all or maybe i shouldn't do completely opposite things sometimes i think that maybe to do some initiatives it is not worth to do at all but after all after some time i understand that what was done it was perfect despite the situation despite how it was difficult for me or doesn't matter it was good i mean all the situation makes me develop makes me to see the world different to makes me feel the world different to makes me another person better person that i was maybe before and i mean i'm trying to say that all the time when you set any goal in your life you need to tune it within your own values it is very important if your goals are aligned with your own values it won't be any questions how to achieve them i mean you will start first step then second and you move on and it doesn't matter how it can be difficult in further steps but even situations will make you feel not confident doubtless or whatever if the goal is aligned with your own values you know the answer you know the right answer all the time thank you and you seem to be someone very connected to your emotions usually people who are highly emotional like that they don't really go for goals because their emotions change a lot and so they're undecided they think oh maybe i should go for this goal but then their emotional changes to this goal are you like that or even if you are or not how do you decide and then stick to your goal even if emotions can change on the way or in the same day yes it is true i can be emotional too much but as i mentioned before 
I am trying to align everything I do in my life with my own values. And if I have any doubts, I ask myself a question. Is it aligned, Julia, with your own expectation from life at all? Are you going in the direction you want to go or not? And after that, I just act accordingly. Thank you. And tell me about running. What is the favorite part of running for you? Is it when you wake up and before that you think, okay, I don't feel powerful and energetic now, but I know you're like excited, full of dopamine (laughs) for the running? Or is it when you wear your running clothes and you begin doing it and you're like, that's it. I did not feel like running, but I made myself do it. I'm strong and decided. (laughs) Or is it the middle when you feel your body so much that you don't think about time, your brain stops and your only movement and sensation? Or is it the end and after when you return to make your coffee and you feel your energy high and you feel the results? Which could be your best part and why? Actually, for me, if we are talking about run, it can be different. Sometimes I just easily wake up and everything I want to do is just run. And sometimes it can be different because sometimes I even make myself struggling to go to this running journey. But in any case, when you are running, for me, it's like when you do after two or three kilometers, especially when you're running in the nature, I get so much energy and I like to do it faster. I like to breathe properly. And then after all, I get some kind of like of balance with me, with universe, with nature, with everything. And I think I do running just because of this feeling. Because every time you do this training, after all, it doesn't matter. It can be from two kilo kilometers or three kilometers. Or sometimes it can come one kilometers or four kilometers. It doesn't matter. But you get this special feeling of balance with everything. When you can think very clearly, when you can breathe, and you can feel every muscle in your, I don't know, organism. And it sounds well and gives you, after all, after every struggling, it gives you energy. It gives you satisfaction. So the struggle gives you balance, which gives you satisfaction, correct? Struggle when... For example, if we are talking about jogging, struggle usually comes when I do like 60-70% of my distance. And for example, I want to increase my speed or something like this. And I'm wondering, I'm asking a question for myself. Can you do this? Maybe we should try. And you do this. And after you achieve this, yes, you get a, a much satisfaction after all do you do that in your goals when you're at 60 or 70 percent that you ask yourself can you do it and encourage yourself in that way or is that only for jogging for jogging i think it's just like a sample and after all in any ways i apply such attitude in my ordinary life And if we are talking about achieving goals, yes, it can be like this. I mean, sometimes I can, (laughs) I mean, usually I set a goal which is can be, seems too high for me, but it's not like high, like, I don't know, get a rocket and go to Mars. Because when your goal is too much high, it will be hardly to achieve. But when it's like high, but you are working hard and you are struggling 
and then you can do it. And sometimes you can do it like much more than you can even expect. It can be like this. It's fantastic, Philly. Yes, and I love how you combine being practical with emotional. Everything to you is like fantastic feeling, perfect place, harmony, balance, satisfaction. And I want to know then, where in your life did you become this ambitious, motivated person who sets goals that are a bit more than you expect? Because most people don't do that. So what do you believe or what story did you have? Or maybe you were inspired by someone or something that made you decide, no, I will take control in my life. I will get freedom, independence, no matter the struggles. And I will not have average goals. I will go for more than I think I can. What changed in you or what added those attitudes to you? I think uh, first reason it will be books. I like read a lot. When I was a child, I think I started reading when I was five years old. And I read a lot of books about adventures, about exploring the world, about everything. When I get old, um, when I grow up, I read another books. I read some autobiographies about very special people. And they are inspiring me a lot because I think if they can do at, the, at their age such a things, why I'm just sitting and maybe not doing nothing, not doing enough. I don't know. And... I just try to create my personal set of goals according to my personal values that were created by books, by my family, by my friends, by my environment where I was. And I think after all, after all of this mix, it created me. And my attitude and my struggling to find a balance and everything. Wonderful. And because of the pandemic, a lot of people felt stuck or even depressed. And they didn't do much about their goals, almost like their life was frozen in place. What kept you going? Or at least do you have any wisdom advice or thoughts for people in that situation that can shape them into better people like uh, you like to be shaped and progress and evolve into a better person every time actually if we will be talking about pandemic in my case taking into account my professional life Every pandemic for me means that my workload increased like three, four times because I'm e-commerce manager. And when everything is stuck and nothing is allowed and you sh- you everything you can do, you should do online, for me it just means sudden work increase. And every lockdown in our country for me means that I need to work not like eight hours a day. No, for me, it means that I need to work like 15, 16, sometimes 20 hours per day in order to make and to meet customer demands. And yes, I can assure that our customer behavior completely changed during pandemic. And... uh, I'm not sure that I will be a good advisor how to spend a lot of free time during lockdown because (laughs) during lockdown, usually I do not have free time at all because I need to work. I need to meet all these changes, all this demand, everything. I need to be sure that warehouse will not stack that cargo company will deliver everything in time, that 
we will manage all the customer demands smoothly because they increase because when you do not have any options except buying online i mean suddenly your operation increase like three four times and it's really hard but yes so then i will ask you about productivity how do you move from eight hours of work a day to 20 hours how do you prioritize how do you keep energy how do you keep your brain from overloading what would you advise someone who may be like you maybe they even start their business and in the beginning they need to work 20 hours how to manage that how to be that productive and still do things well i think i managed to be such a productive and to work in such a hard schedule just because i like my work i mean all my work is also connected with my values and if i am thinking about customers and they want something and i understand that i can make them a little bit happier yes it most probably cost a little more struggle and so on but after all you're doing right things in right direction you just simply go i i don't know there is such a word like being at gamba you are just go in the place when everything happens and you just doing what you, sh- you should and you're supposed to do thank you i like that you said gamba but even more than that you mentioned it matches your values how did you find your values and what do you recommend as a process for any person to understand themselves and their values even more i think i found my values during all my life i speak with my friends sometimes just strangers or another people and also i read a lot of books and also my experience every situation you face in your life you just measuring you thinking you living in it and also i can say that i i mean i like traveling a lot and every travel in the country for me is help to get more new knowledges it helps me to make my brain more happier because this brain gets the new insights the new feelings and also you i mean all the time all my life i was very curious person all the time i ask so much questions and all the time i'm trying to get as much knowledge as i can and books friends everything traveling they're giving me just more and more information and based on all of these factors my values were created and during my life all the time i'm trying to balance i'm trying to live my life according to my own values my own rules you're speaking really like an entrepreneur in the future do you have your own dream of independence and that you will create your own perfect place of business or (laughs) (laughs) something like that actually once i thrive uh, to do a business but uh, on that time i was not like only one entrepreneur there was uh, several partners and everything seems okay until we get first profits <laughs> and when we need to share these profits problems are appeared and on that time i understand that probably it's not just for me so i prefer to work for companies to provide them services the job that i can do on a very high level and that i enjoy 
because <laughs> for me still it will be important. I mean, I do not want to work just for money. I want to work to do something that will make, I don't know, <laughs> right activities according to my values. I mean, I want to come to my work because I like the work I do. And yes, and you mentioned that before. One second, that's a beautiful insight. <laughs> and that the best secret of productivity is to love the work you do. And you love the work you do because it matches your values and you do it for something bigger than money. Correct? Yeah. So people who are not being so productive, they're being lazy, they procrastinate, they might need to think deeper. Maybe they're doing something that doesn't match their values. That's why they don't love it. Because I remember there is a saying that when you love what you do, you won't really work a day in your life <laughs> because you enjoy it so much. Yes, but you know, still, anyway, even if you join your job, sometimes you need to work too much. You need to devote to it so much of your time that you almost do not have any time for yourself. And it is not okay, I think, but when it happens from time to time, and then you can go in some other countries or whatever, you just get new energy, you just get new insights, and you get balance, and it is okay. And if we are talking about the person who going to job and trying to pre pretend that they are doing a good job and being lazy, I think, yes, for me, to do, to work like this, it will be much more hard than to work 20 hours per day when you are doing the things you like to do, that you are things that you are resonated with you, they are tuned with you. And I think that if the person are stand in such a situation, first of all, such a person should ask a lot of questions to yourself to understand what is motivating you, what is make you, I don't know, curious, happy, and after that, decide how to change the life. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, you are a person who are, is curious, you love knowledge, you understand your values, because you thought about them and your life experience, and you like to go after goals because you enjoy the process and when you achieve them, you have satisfaction and you value having resources so that you don't have to try to survive all the time, but you can think about bigger things and you love to live with your values, but sometimes reality makes you work very hard so you need experiences where you're going after balance. That is the thing that you go after the most, which gives you new energy, new emotions, so that you're not only working and going after goals, but you have time for yourself or self-care. And that could be having a coffee with your mocha, looking at the sunrise after running for a while, and that ritual of the 20 minutes of coffee making is your way of ensuring you have some potential for balance before you begin your work day. Did I understand correctly? Yes, you perfectly understand everything correctly. <laughs> Thank you. And now I'm curious because we spoke about travel, not really, but you mentioned it more than once that well, maybe even if you go on a business trip and then you bought your mocha in Venice or you go to other experiences to get new emotions. Well, let's begin with a simple question. What is your favorite part of travel? Is it that sometimes you can take a bit of time in your uh, work day to plan the trip and imagine it and get excited and you're like, uh, anticipating it or is it like the first time you step into the airplane knowing that that's it I'm going 
or is it when you arrive to the place and come out of the airplane and smell the different air and feel how it's totally different to the country or is it going to exotic parts of the place that are totally different to ukraine so you're like wow this is so new so different i'm feeling new emotions and you collect those memories for the future or what is your favorite part when it comes to traveling oh, for traveling truly say all the time i'm preparing like travel plan i'm trying to know oh, actually sometimes i can spontaneously choose the, the country or the city where i will go next time but after decision is done I usually prepare the plan. I try to search in internet, in any resources I can find. I ask some friends if they visited this place and prepare the plan. Usually I prepare like places that I'm going to visit during my trip to this city or this country. It doesn't matter. And after that, I do accordingly. And uh, when I arrived in the new country, for me, it's all the time kind of like of adventure. I mean, I know that I prepared with all the advices from internet. Usually when I arrive in any airport, I know advices how to find the local transport, where to change the local money <laughs> and so on. But still, when you are there, it's kind of like a challenge and you just staying checking everything and after that you just go into this country and relax and enjoy and i like most of all in my travelings to discover new cultures to discover new people because when you open a new country you can see that world is so diverse for any situation you react this way but that people in that country will do completely opposite or sometimes another way and i think that traveling it helps first of all make your brains tuned and the second it can diverse your boundaries it can help you to understand the whole universe is different. I mean, <laughs> you can see that people can react, can feel completely different. Of course, you can see such a situations in your country, but when you get into some completely different culture, it will be much faster. It can be so surprising that you can just sometimes stuck and think, come on, it's, how can it be like this? But after a couple of hours, you just get used to it. And I think it is so cool when you can have such opportunity to see that how beautiful, how different our planet is. <laughs> and to make sure, so the most interesting thing to you is it how different our planet is or how different the people are? So is it the sightseeing, the exotic places, animals, food, etc.? Or is it that the human beings can be human, but their attitude and reaction is so different in different countries? I think all these factors will be combined because usually when I visited any country, I had a plan to check all the most places of honor or of proud of that country. But anyway, when I visiting these places, of course, I communicated with the people that live in this country. And I like to watch the reaction of the people, how they behave, how they communicate with you. I mean, I'm doing probably such an investigation or thinking or wondering because my job is 
connected with marketing and all the time I'm trying to think how the people will react for such activity or for this activity. And when I visited different countries and when I see how people behave differently in the same situation as, for example, I see in my country, for me it is all the time very curious and very fascinating. Thank you. I like it. You use many, many really wonderful words like fascinating, perfect, satisfying. I like that. So are you more of an optimistic, positive attitude kind of person or you try to be? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I think that I try to be optimistic person. I cannot assure you that all the time in all the situation I face in my life, I will be stay optimistic, by, but at least I try. Thank you. And it, you seem to be very interesting that you have a lot more to share. If people want to learn more about you, to follow you, what is the best social media to do that? And if you want to share now any information about your work or about any project you support, please share that too. Mm, I think the better social media will be Facebook. Thank you so much, Julia. I wish you a great day. It was a pleasure. Thank you a lot too. It was a pleasure. I mean, I do not expect that it will take so much time. And, but anyway, I would like to admit that you are a very pleasant person to speak with and you are very dedicated to details and you <laughs> understand pe- person, people a lot. And thank you. <laughs> you make me tell, you know, like from my soul, it is so rarely happen. You're a good interviewer. Thank you.